South Florida's Alternative 104.3 The Shark. I'm Aaron. Welcome to Open Swim with Joel De Silva. How's it going, Joel? How's it going, Aaron? How are you today? I'm feeling good. I'm so happy to finally have you on the show because you're a close personal friend of mine and I've been following your your music and your career as a musician for more than 10 years now. So it's my honor and pleasure to have you join me today. Oh, it's my honor. I'm a big fan of your radio station and you. And thank you so much for having me. Oh, you're welcome. Well, let's start from the beginning. Uh, you know, I was talking to you off mic about music is in your blood. So I guess let's start talking about your family history first. Sure. Well, my mom and dad were traveling musicians in uh, South America, Brazil, actually. And we moved to um, Chicago when my father passed away when I was uh a wee toddler, and uh, they always had music in the house, ranging from, shoot, Prince, Michael Jackson, James Brown, uh, blues, you name it. We moved to Chicago, and my uh, father passed away, got into the blues from my older brother, Lionel, and uh, my mom still sings on occasion. Shoot, uh, yeah, music's been part of my life, gosh. Since it, as long as you can remember, basically. Oh, yeah, be- yeah, before I learned how to fart, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and you and Lionel used to go out to blues clubs together, right? Yes. He uh, he actually was working at a blues bar called the Back Room in Delray. I was a bar back there. I got to see all of the blues and rock acts that passed through town, uh, ranging from Buddy Guy, Albert Collins, Kid Bangham, Junior Wells, and they would show me firsthand how they did things. They would, you know, see this little punk kid in the back twanging on his guitar, and I would go pick him up from the airport or go get him barbecue, and in turn they would, you know, show me how they did stuff. And a lot of times that doesn't happen anymore. This is before YouTube and before... Social Ablature. media. Yeah, yeah, before everything. So, And how crazy, because I'm skipping forward a little bit, so bear with okay. me, but how crazy that, you know, one day you'd end up sharing a stage with a, a lot of these blues musicians on tours of your own later in life. That's pretty crazy, yeah. This recent tour was a most special one because I got to perform with uh, Buddy Guy, and from what I'm told, he just doesn't sit in with anyone. If he doesn't like the band, if he thinks the band sucks, he will not sit in with them. It was an honor. So we just launch into a slow blues, and he just comes up right up on stage, and the crowd goes wild, and uh, he looks me in the eye and gives me a handshake. goes, I like the sh- you playing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was, you know... I don't know if I can quote that on my website, but... Uh, <laughs> I, I think that's the seal of approval, and I would just go for it right as it is. Yeah, we got to also play in some major festivals in Canada, and I love Canada. Yeah, it seems like you always have a really nice time when you do those summer tours and, and you end up in Canada. The, I imagine the weather's nice and mild that time of year, too. Ooh, it's fantastic. That with the people and the atmosphere, and it's a much younger crowd that loves all kinds of music. Down here, uh, it's kind of weird. It's like the blues crowd is mostly older, but as soon as you get out of Florida, it seems it turns into a younger crowd. It's really strange, but um, it's get, it's starting to attract a younger audience down here. I think a lot of people are afraid of the word blues, you know? I think, unfortunately, I know. that, you know, people come in with a certain expectation and... and prejudge before they really listen to an artist. It's it's the sort of thing where instead of saying, oh, I, I don't like X, Y, or Z genre, you should go, well, you know, let me have an open 
mind about this and maybe it'll turn out to be something really cool. And when I first met you, I knew hardly anything about the blues and, and I know a lot now, basically like all from you. But I came into it with, well, okay, this is a genre that I don't normally listen to, but Joel's a cool cat and I like his band and, and uh, you know, I'm going to give it a shot and was not disappointed. And that was back when you were playing with Hepcat Boo Daddies. Sure. And, and that was a great band. A lot of the blues purists, I they call them, and they just like a certain direction of blues. And I like all kinds of music. When you saw me with the Boo Daddies, that was like blues rock and rockabilly and surf. And I still play all that stuff nowadays, too. It's easy and it's hard, if that makes sense. Like going back to where you're talking about the touring. Some tours you make money. Some tours you break even. Some tours you lose. Yeah. You really do. It's it, But it's just about getting your name out there on a consistent basis with whatever you do. That's how I feel. Let's shift gears and, and talk about songwriting. Now, obviously... You've been writing for a really long time as well. How do you feel your writing has evolved over the years? So I guess this is a two-part question. And then second, you know, as you grow as an artist and as a musician, how do you think you continue to find inspiration? Where do you draw from? Well, in the beginning, when I was first starting out, I was really unsure of myself. And uh, I just wanted to play guitar. I was like, I'm just going to play blues and that's it. And screw everybody, right? (laughs) <laughs> but when I, when I first started playing guitar, I was listening to bands like Suicidal Tendencies, Metallica, Sex Pistols, uh, Led Zeppelin. And from those bands, believe it or not, that's why I got into blues and blues rock. Let's see. Well, I like to collaborate with a lot of people. You know, there's there are not a lot of Bob Dylans in the world. So if I had the talent of Bob Dylan or you 2 I could pump out a great song every day and be a millionaire, correct? <laughs> right, yeah. I'm always looking for a perfect song from somebody, and if they could help me with my ideas, so be it, because it's a short life, and might as well have fun doing it, you know? Yes. How it has evolved, I guess that, you know, just with age, I'm just getting older, you know? I'm not old, but just getting older and just seeing things differently, that, that sort of line. Yeah, it's just ga- gaining more life experience and perspective, basically. And I'm I'm sure that traveling to a lot of different places and meeting people in different areas, you know, is an inspiration as well. Oh, that's what keeps me going is when I see someone coming up to me at a show, you know, that I've never met, say to me, I've been following you a long time and I can't wait to see you play. Perfect example. I was in Fort Myers for the last night of the tour, of the most recent tour, and a lady that's been a fan on Facebook, she comes up to me and she goes, I've been wanting to see you play for a long time. I've had some really bad life things happen to me, and I made it a point to come out and see you today because I just love your music and I just think that you're the greatest. And that just really made my night. It, it really humbles a person. When you see someone like that, speak their heart out to you. It puts things in life in perspective, you know, like, you know, because a lot of times you question yourself if you're doing things right or, A, if I should go back to getting a day job, B, if no one gives a flying what what I'm doing, if I'm playing at a bar, no one pays attention. But a lot of times when you don't know if people are paying attention and it just goes to show you fans like that and friends like that come up to you and say that and changes your whole look on things. So let's talk about the new album, Everywhere From Here. Uh, I've had a chance to listen in advance because I got the VIP treatment. And again, like I'm I'm overstating the fact that uh, I really enjoy you as a human being and as a musician. But it's true. I really liked Everyday Man. That was my first favorite track. 
So I oh. want you to talk about that a little bit first. That song has been in the works for a little while, little incarnations here and there. And I like to take my time on doing a, a CD. That's why it's been a little while since the last one. Well, Every Day Man basically is about what gets you through the day. What inspires you? What motivates you to come home and to be with that special someone or to be with the, uh, that dog or to be with that guitar, or to be, you know, with whatever, movies. What what motivates you? What makes you get up in the morning, and what keeps you going? That's what that song's pretty much about, and not wanting to go back to the past and kind of look to the future. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense to okay. me. Okay. And I love that you always include instrumental pieces because it really showcases your guitar playing as well. So I enjoyed my Brazilian soul too. Yes, that was an homage to my family. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> because we're uh, Brazilian and Ukrainian. Cool. What a fun combination. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, kind of, you know, Ukrainian's the drinking part. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and the Brazilian's the love part, I guess. <laughs> it, all goes, it all marries well. It goes together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so tell me about your, your CD release and your performance. It'll be Sunday, October 15th at the Funky Buddha Brewery in Oakland Park. They have a cool event space in the back. It'll be $18. It will include two free drinks, some hors d'oeuvres, <laughs> some some horse divorce. <laughs> yeah, I always have trouble saying that word. Uh, and of course, the CD will be there, and we'll be performing live. And it's going to be a great event that starts at five o'clock. That's Come awesome, on. Joel. We're looking forward to seeing you out there. It's going to be a good day. We're going to be doing songs from a couple uh, previous albums from the Hepcats, from the Midnight Howl, and we're going to be doing the whole new album. I hired a, a, a keyboard player and a second guitar player to round out the some, some of the songs, and it's going to be a, a great night. That sounds like a lot of fun. Cool. What other performances do you have coming up? October, I think I'm in West Palm at Voltaire. Oh, uh, I've, I've had a few friends play that place recently. How is it? Do you know yet? I have no idea. So that'll be your first time? Yeah. I've been and, seeing it everywhere. And I think another festival up in uh, Stewart in uh, October as well. So October is good, you know. October's a good month. Cool. So share for everyone that's listening your uh, website, your social media, so everyone knows where to follow you and find where your upcoming events are. Sure. Uh, the Facebook page is Joel De Silva Music. Facebook.com, Joel De Silva, J-O-E-L-D-A-S-I-L-V-A Music.com. Also, the website is the same, Joel De Silva Music.com. Got a new website. Instagram is Joel underscore De Silva underscore Music. Twitter is the same handle. That's about it. Uh, also, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, got a new single out called Shake and the new album online everywhere. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining me today, Joel. I really had a good time chatting with you. Thank you so much, Erin. You're welcome.